Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it, for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, Taylor at Vaco, V-A-C-O.com is how to get in touch with me, old fashioned email, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. All right, we're live. Happy Tuesday, everybody. When I say everybody, I mean just me and Ashton right now because this has got to get through the interwebs and, 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 and just let people tune in. So there's no one here quite yet. But, you know, listen, listen, I say I'm excited a lot. I, I'm a generally excited person. Um, but I'm even more excited today, um, because there are people and Ashton, I promise I'm not just saying this there, there, there are people that get on backstage and just have this energy that I can tell they're passionate and Ashton's one of them. And so I'm really, really excited to catch up with Ashton today. She's a wealth of knowledge. Um, and it's going to be a blast. So Ashton, thanks for joining me this morning. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I am really happy to be here. I'm just running around turning off some of my computer. No, you're good. You're good. I will. I will keep running. I'll keep running my mouth real quick. So for those of you tuning in, welcome. Good morning. Say, hey, would love to hear from you. The reason why I tell people to say, hey, I was was talking, talking to Ashton about this, you know, behind the scenes. I said, I said, the show kind of started out as just a way for me to help people. Then it kind of turned into an actual podcast. Then it turned in to the kind of the lately I realized this is a networking platform. And so this so the reason why I tell people to say hey to engage to comment to throw up your favorite emoji whatever is to bring awareness to yourself. Um, I'm sure Ashton can attest to this. One of the most important parts of networking is literally just showing up. It's just showing up, being present, saying hey, and being consistent. And so that's why I tell people on this show every single morning to say hey to be engaged because there's a lot of people here who found their mentors, mentees, who have found jobs, who have found new friends. And so the reason why I tell people to say hey to engage is to bring visibility yourself. Ashton and I, we're not in the metaverse. Not yet. Not yet. We're not in the metaverse yet. But so that being said, we're not, there's no avatars hanging around, right? Like I don't see you and, and other people don't see you. And the only way for people to see you is for you to engage, to comment, to, to, to like, and all that jazz. So please do that. We got some people trickling in already. Omar, Yuri, uh, Yuri I hope I pronounced that correctly. It's good to see y'all. Um, Shayna, Erica, Joshua, Michelle, Chris, my man. Hey, Ashton, look at you. Uh, Chris, it's great to see you. JC, my guy from Memphis. It's good to see you, man. Memphis in the house. Um, so uh, second thing, ask questions. Um, the reason why I bring people on is for you to actually ask questions to people who are who know what they're doing. And this is the only time for you to ask questions and have a, and they have a captivated audience where they don't have to bill you for it. Right? So take advantage of it. Um, so uh, also... Also, I, I want to give uh, I give my cell phone a little plug. I'm going to be honest. Um, but uh, I, I just announced that I will be keynoting that conference in Wisconsin um, in July. So I'm very, very excited. Um, please go check out that conference. Um, I think it's that.us. Um, Clark Sells doing amazing things with that conference. So go check them out. They are incredible. Very excited. Hopefully see you all in Wisconsin in July. 
Um, but anyways, that that's enough about me. Ashton, let's give the people what they want. Are, 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 are you all canceled out of emails now? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, I am. Awesome. But I did start looking up that conference. So uh, okay. I might have put that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 um, Clark does two conferences. He does one in Austin and one in Wisconsin. Um, okay. I went to the Austin one in January and it was great because I just ate, um, ate tacos the entire time. So that was great. That's what you do in Austin. Yeah. A hundred percent. That Seems barbecue. Accurate. Terry Blacks. Have you been to Terry Blacks? In, oh, in, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I might, I might be a Franklin's barbecue kind of girl, though. Well, here's the problem, though. I'm not waiting outside nine hours to go to Franklin's. That's why you get there early. It's an event. That is your is day. Like okay? You kind of got to block out like half your day for, for Franklin's. And then you make sure you get enough to take home on the plane ride as well. So. And then you just really feel terrible about yourself when you when exactly. you Exactly. Yeah, but it's I, worth I, it. So when I went to Terry Black's last time, I got a little barbecue. I got two helpings of mac and cheese. Ooh. I'm a sucker for mac and cheese for the record. That's kind of my weakness. All right. Anyways, <laughs> this isn't a barbecue podcast. I promise. Ashton, give an intro about yourself. So, Hey, I'm Ashton. Um, it says talent brand unicorn, but I do a lot, uh, hand in a lot of pots. So also a designer, also a DJ, um, and also someone who is neurodivergent with a nonlinear background. So we have a lot to talk about today and also speaking at render this year. So make sure you get your tickets, sign up, get them while they're hot. Cause mm -hmm. it's going, it's going to be some heat at render. I will say Correct. that. Correct. All right, so want to give a shout out to a few more people who've tuned in. Chris, Jonathan, hey, I, think this, girl. I think this is you. Michael, Alex, Chris, hey, Heather, Louis, uh, Heather, Michael, Yolanda. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, Esther. It's great to see you as well. Cool. We got a full house today. I love it. All right, so we're going to talk about non linear paths against tech. This is a topic I'm pretty passionate about, especially as of late. There's a lot of ways to break this down, but Ashton, if you just want to kick it off and just kind of give some general thoughts, then I'll start peppering you with questions based off what you say. Absolutely. Um, as a person that has absolutely the most non-linear background into tech ever created, um, and you know, not even trying to brag. So if you have a, a, a more non-linear background, I would love to hear about it. Yeah. Like we can share stories. But um, I think it's so important that a lot of people realize, even if your background isn't like completely tech, first of all, this whole world has tech in it. So you have done technical things in this array of work and skill skills and backgrounds that you have. Those are all transferable skills. And it's really all about looking at your resume, looking at all the things that you've done and rewording it so that it fits into this industry. Like I tell people all the time, like you weren't you weren't a line cook at McDonald's. You were a quality assurance uh, person who ensured that customers receive the best quality product every single that. time. Like you, you have to think about what you've done and really rephrase it for this new industry because we're all just a culmination of all of these skills that we pick up in life. So, and they're going to get used. So. I love that. I love that. So let's talk about your background real quick. Um, like you went over with me uh, uh, backstage. It's kind of crazy. So let's go over that. Just a tad. So, um, Went to school for poli sci um, and then came out and did political social media strategy. And that was like back in the day when that wasn't really a big thing. And like Obama had just started using it, like not trying to like age myself or nothing. But, you know, it, it really wasn't, you know, very popular. Yeah. Um, 
And so I was like one of the few people there I realized that was there to change the world at the time. Real quick, I'm gonna interrupt you real quick. How did you, I'm always fascinated. How did you get that job out of college? Um, so I have a close friend of the family that is in politics. Okay. Um, and I was looking for work because it was sure. extremely challenging, especially sure. if you didn't get all of the internships at all the right places and get asked to come back. Um, so it was a campaign season was kind of ramping up and there were needs, especially for like social media strategy and those things that the older folks in the political world really didn't have the skill set in yet. Um, mm -hmm. And that's where I kind of floated in was being young, knowing social media and also knowing political strategy. So I, I melded those things together into uh, a job, a career of some that. sort. I love that. All right. All right. So, so, so keep going on your crazy journey. Okay. So was there to save the world. No one else was got jaded really fast. Ended up like abruptly quitting with no other job. I have never done that before in my life. Um, and so ended up on an array of different jobs to where I had done everything from uh, daycare art teacher to um, Best Buy Geek Squad to um, even uh, waiting tables at Barney's New York where um, George Lucas was one of my favorite customers. So <laughs> that's awesome. I'm like, right? This is crazy. That's um, crazy. Got a funny story about that on my last day there too. But anywho, um, and then finally um, applied for a role at GoDaddy, coming in for hosting support, um, which was hosting sales and support. So again, sales is a really good way to break Huge. into tech Huge. if you're yeah. looking to just get in your foot in the door and you're the type of person that can work with a space that has upward mobility opportunities. Um, so came in with hosting support, realized I was terrible at sales, got really good at the technical parts, moved through the company on the technical side, went into website uh, development and design, uh, started speaking at conferences about design. Um, and then my current boss, who's in talent brand, found me and brought me over to the talent brand space where um, it's not, not, not a lot of people who aren't in recruiting have heard of it. Um, but basically, it's a space where you get to combine brand and marketing and those like recruiting numbers and, and data to really put together some awesome strategies to help people find their dream job. So awesome. it's actually like fun and fulfilling at the same time. Get out of town. That can happen. <laughs> that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, excuse me, let's talk. Let's dive into so many, so many places to go um, in this conversation. Let's talk about boot camp. Let's talk college, right? Let's talk college. Mm -hmm. Let's talk boot camp. I think, you know, you and I, I shared this, you know, backstage, you know, I was just on a one-on-one -on -one counseling session with a, with an individual yesterday. And she was like, you know, I just did my two year associate. She goes, I don't know if I want to go back. I don't, I didn't learn anything. It's and like, I, this, and I said, you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you let's, have let's to. unpack that. So, you know, as a millennial, you know, I did the millennial instructions. You go to school, you do good. You come out, you're given a job and that wasn't the thing. So, you know, what we're finding now, and I believe that that a lot of that came of that era where we were coming out of school, not finding work, um, is that we have these boot camps that have come up. We have a lot of these certification programs um, that are allowing people to either get into tech instead of going through full four-year programs or, you know, pivot their careers, you know, mid-career and, and move into technical roles. Um, so 
while I do say absolutely boot camps are dope, like you don't have to go to a four-year college. Right. At the same time, you do have to do your research into these boot yep. camps. Every, all all boot camps are not made equal. They're right. not. Um, and as probably a lot of us have seen on Twitter lately, a lot of them can be a little scammy. So you do want to do your research and, and come in the, and some of the things that you definitely want to look for are boot camps that have partnerships with companies mm -hmm. um, that in that partnership, that company um, works closely with the folks in the boot camp, mm -hmm. um, but also that boot camp helps you place, get, get job placement after the program, either with those companies or with other companies. So yeah. a lot of the biggest ones that you want to look for, those green flags, are the ones that are really helping you with job placement post um, boot camp completion or certificate completion um, and have a high success rate when it comes to that placement. Like a lot of them will claim placement and then like two people get jobs. Like mm -hmm. you really want those boot camps and, and programs that are focused on um, getting you into those roles and breaking folks into tech. A hundred percent. Yeah. Michelle comes in here. Tech schools and boot camps have done more for me than my bachelor's in business management. Yeah. I got a business degree too, Michelle. Yes. It's useful, but it didn't get me a good job. So yeah. I mean, listen, I, you know, what did you do? Ashton, what did you do for internships in college? Were you encouraged to do them? I wasn't, which was crazy. So, um, I was blessed that my mother, um, encouraged me to do internships Good. in college hey, because no had mom. I, had she not, I would have never known that I needed to hang out in the career services office, huh. you know, and a lot of people, um, don't realize that. And what's what's even scarier as you know, I'm working through oh my pups in the background. I love it. As I'm working it. through um everybody say hi to my stepdad. As I'm working <laughs> through um a lot of these events and and going to a lot of these um conferences, it's so competitive for students now right. in getting them into these roles. Like I can't imagine trying to get to a Grace Hopper conference or an Afrotech as a freshman or sophomore in order to remain competitive. Um, so I, I think I was blessed enough that um, I came into this world at a time right. where um, it was a little less competitive. Fewer people knew about sure. trying to get the internships. Sure. Um, and it was, it was all, almost like a, if you know, you know, kind of uh, environment. But as we're learning now, like internships are key to getting those roles after school, if you are going to go the school route. Yeah. So yeah. Um, a lot of times, you know, I, I hear people complain, like I just graduated and they're looking for job experience. Yeah. They're looking for those four to three, three to four summers where you I would have know. been in an internship gaining that experience. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and I'll, you know, and, and I give my brother props on this, my brother. So my brother, so I, so the joke between he and I is my brother went to diet business school. Okay. Um, he went to hotel restaurant tourism management. Um, and so a lot of similar classes, not as quite as, as in depth, but, but I will tell you this, that school had it right. They required two internships before you graduated and the actual business school did not mm. that I was in. So my brother found an internship with a social media marketing company out of Nashville. He worked there and got a job out of college with that agency. So I, I just think, you know, I, and Ash, I don't know if this is too bold of a statement. I, I mean, 
I, I know hot takes do well on the internet, but I just listen outside of being a lawyer, an attorney, and a doctor, attorney, lawyer, same thing, doctor, an account, an accountant. I just, I just don't see the need in college. I mean, don't don't I mean, get me down that rabbit hole. I, I, I know. I, I, I mean, this is I, yeah. I, I mean, mean I just moderately scammy. Now, what I will say about college, and 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 this is what I will give to to my school, Howard University. Um, even though I technically do not use my degree <laughs> in what I do right now, right. Um, there were so many life skills that I did learn on campus and being alone and, and getting through that, um, that that college did present a, a smidgen of cushion when mistakes were made, um, uh, just a smidge. If anybody went to, to Howard, you know that A building, they ain't cut you no slack. Um, but it, it taught you how to advocate for yourself, how to stand up for yourself, how to yeah. gather yourself and have your stuff in order because you had to in order to make sure that things were done right. So that is the thing that I will say about going away, like leaving the house sure, and, and, and having that part aspect, that, that life experience. Um, Cause if you notice, there are a lot of like major CEOs and things that don't, that, that barely have that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, definitely life experience on top of, whatever route you take is, yeah. is huge. So don't negate that for a second. So a little role play here for a second. <clears throat> so let's say I'm in college, right? And I don't know what to do with my, with, with, with my life. With oh, like, Go ahead, unenroll and go home and figure it out. Don't waste this money, little baby. Okay. That's, how well, I'm that's the that first thing. That's the first <laughs> thing. Right? Like, like say, say that one more time. Say that one more time. <laughs> it's like, go ahead and, and, and unenroll, save your money. If you don't know what you're doing, don't, don't so waste you don't, all your money. Okay. I didn't plan to go down this route here. This is why I was <laughs> early. So do you think that you need to be in college and know what you do? before college like do you think you need to know at least have an idea before you go to college because a lot of people are trying to figure it out in college right. and i just think that's I, not good i think that you need to have at least an idea even if that even if you end up pivoting halfway through because you've gotten your prereqs you've taken a couple of the 101s for your major is you're not feeling it you feel like pivoting at least you came with an idea and mm -hmm. you're not spending six to seven years there after that pivot, you know, instead you're doing five because you decided to pivot. I, I think absolutely you need to have some sort of idea going in what you're wanting to get out of it. Um, and I think that's from a range of things from knowing your major to even what you're going to do with that major once you graduate, how is it going to make you income? Because yes, while it's all fine and good to have these very lofty dreams about going to school to be an arts major and things like that, if you know that you're not coming out top of the crop in your dance class, what's your minor to make sure that you're bringing in income? So no, that's my biggest thing. Like if you don't know what you want to do, do not feel pressured to immediately go into school. Take time to figure it out. I know they claim like only rich people have time for that gap year. Don't make it a full gap year. Maybe like go to a trade school, go to, I, I did cosmetology school in the midst of me trying to figure out what my next job move was going to be. Um, you know, it's explore things. You never know what you're interested in until you've been exposed to it. So absolutely do not waste your money trying to figure it out while you are there. It is very expensive to do. So have an idea 
before you get there. Okay. But don't okay. be afraid so, to so take Ashton, it. Ashton, how do I find out? How do I find out what I want to do? I'm just, I graduated high school and how do I find out? Well, one of my favorite phrases is everything is Googleable. So, you know, you start I mean, just, YouTube. I mean, listen, like YouTube university is, is a hell of a place. Okay. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I've done some magical things, changed batteries, uh, check for corrosion in my car. I don't know nothing about cars. Okay. I have done. Some <laughs> do work. I, I barely know how to turn on one for the record. <laughs> So, so I, I yeah, would say I mean, how, research. You use yeah. the, use the things at your fingertips as you um, look at the world. Look at the world as jobs. Like I, I don't mean to like put it in such like bleak terms, but like everything that people do, every function in this world is a career of some sort. Start if there are things that you see that people do that you're like, oh, that's really cool. Figure out what career path that is. What career is that that does that work? And then start looking up what entails in that. How do you get there? Yeah, what are the steps? Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to get some comments here. I really, really like. Um, Elliot comes in. I had a buddy who unenrolled during college, went to get a regular job, found out he what he wanted to do, and came back with a new major. Would have never found it. Love that. Yeah. Michelle. Uh, I get goosebumps when we talk about good things. I'm getting goosebumps right now. So we're on to something. I joined the military to figure out what I wanted to do and let the military pay for my degree. Not a bad idea at all. Now that's a big one. I wish I would have done. Really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Um, I, I regret that I didn't unroll. I was so naive. Well, this and, and Elliot, it's funny because I just want to told Ashton this backstage. I said, I said, I wish I had something like this show when I was in college because I had no idea um yeah my degree is worthless other than checking yeah i mean I, I... okay well okay i'm, I'm gonna stop you there elliot okay. because okay. no degree is worthless as okay. i said before we are all a culmination of everything that we have experienced everything that we've experienced has created skills so even if you're not directly using things that you learn for that degree mm -hmm. there are things that you had to do in the getting of said degree in the completion of classes and work that you picked up these skills along the way so don't say it's completely worthless just right. you know change the way you frame that situation and yeah. look at it from the standpoint of so what am i using from that time period i love that and what does it that. mean for this right now yeah and and i think uh, so so i think when it comes to uh, looking back on it i I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this in the words, right? So for me, so I grew up in the restaurant industry. My dad ran a restaurant and he's always been the restaurant industry. I didn't know anything about, um, any nine to five jobs. I just didn't, I didn't know they existed, any of that. And so my thing is, is like, I didn't know what else was out there. So I'm trying to figure out, like, I, I, I know you said like YouTube, but like, what are some other like ways people can go out and get experience from the nine in, in the nine to five world? I, I think it's, I, I know I feel like I'm repeating this question again, but like, I'm trying to just like, trying to put myself in, back in my shoes. I didn't know what nine to fives were. I didn't know what LinkedIn was. I, I think LinkedIn, I think oh, go yeah. on LinkedIn and just scroll and learn. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is huge. LinkedIn, LinkedIn learning, which used to be, what was it? Linda.com back in the day. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a ton of resources. Uh, Udemy, um, scroll through masterclass.com. Don't pay for anything, but see what's, see what's in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so many free learning 
courses and it's not just for tech it's for all of these different industries yeah. if you want to learn how to write screenplays there are boot camps for that if you want to learn how to do hvac there are trainings for that like yeah. you can you can explore these things and really try to figure out and that's really what my time was after politics was floating around to all these different jobs and industries and things like that and figuring it out and figuring out what I wanted to do. Because okay. had I never done them, I wouldn't I wouldn't know that I, I definitely didn't want to be a, a server the rest of my life. That that fast cash was cool. Yeah, yeah. Been there, been there. Well, so you said something, you 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 said something about bouncing around. I grew up in a household and listen, this isn't a slide at my parents. They, they, they watch this show from time to time. So this is not a slide at my parents by any means, but I, but I think it's the generation, right? The generation of you stay at one place, you dig in, you don't necessarily experiment or bounce around. And, and, I, and now on the other side of it, give yourself permission to bounce around. Because if you do like I looking back on it, I hated the restaurant industry. I've always said this two things I worked, I learned working for my dad, one, how hard he worked to provide for our family. And two, I never, ever want to do it ever again. Right. But like, I, I didn't, I didn't know what else was out there. I didn't go on YouTube. I didn't, I didn't talk to people. What do you do? How do I get a nine to five? And I think if you're watching this now and you feel stuck and you hate what you do, it's okay to make a move. Yeah. It's okay. Actually, it's imperative yes. for you to make a move. If you if you wake up every morning hating what you do, it is imperative for you to make a move. That that weighs on your mental health. Absolutely. That kind of stress they say can bring down your IQ. It is imperative. That, that explains it for me. <laughs> yeah, stop it. <laughs> but it, it 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 it's so important that yeah. in those moments you do start exploring because also it could be a sign that you do need to move. You, you're feeling uncomfortable. You're feeling this discomfort because it is time to make a change. So pay attention to those things. So, yeah, I, I love this. So many stories are being shared right now. My son did time in the military, got out and ended up with a maintenance planner job at frontier airlines mm -hmm. while he was doing cybersecurity degree. He's getting his college paid for and making a good salary for 20 something. He also had the option to pivot into a cyber job with the airline down the road. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, another one, Louie comes in, a friend of mine spent three months in a podcasting boot camp to try to find a, uh, try and find a full-time role in that field. I've, I love that. It's different. And I, I would say that like with the podcasting one, that's so cool because not just podcasting, radio, anything, yeah. content, broadcasting. Content. Oh, I yeah. mean, don't oh, get me yeah. started. I mean, I, I've, I've been able to employ so many people because of content and like one guy, for example, he was, he wanted to be a designer and he came on with me. He started out free as an internship because I offer internships. If anybody wants to get involved in content creation, hit me up. We have internships. He started as an intern, but he's, he was looking and reading my stuff every day and he applied it and found a design job at Verizon. So again, okay. it's, it's one of these things where I think, you know, just, just being involved and being curious is so important. Let's, so I know this doesn't like huge pivot, but I do want to talk about and, and, and give people the permission to not be a developer right out of school. Cause I feel like there's this pressure right now. Like I got to be a software developer. I got to make six figures. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with the I got to make six figures part. This economy is a little wild, but but no, you should feel very comfortable um, 
not going in and following whatever that dotted line path is that's been outlined for you by whatever mm -hmm. guidance counselor at school or whatever the schema is or whatever glass door says is the norm. Like, uh, again, give yourself a chance to have life experiences and explore. Like, mm -hmm. how do you know this, mm -hmm. that this thing that you may have, so you may have majored in it. You may have made sure that every single internship yeah. you got we'll is in that. it. Talk about and, that. And you haven't experienced anything else. So how do you even know that this is the thing, that this is the role? There mm -hmm. may be roles that need those same skills that you can then explore and try to um, figure out if that's the lane that you want to be in, if that's if that's the industry that you want to be in. Because yeah. also thinking, just thinking about this, just in 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 a the best way I explain it is in tech. If you want to be a software engineer, think about what industry. Every industry has software engineers. Mm. Do you want to work at a tech company? No one company? said that on this show. Do you want to work at a transportation company? Yeah. Do you want to work in entertainment and media? So you also there's there's an array of things to be thinking about when going through school, going through these boot camps, figuring out what the next steps are. Don't feel so forced to just fly into that next step because also burnout is real. All right. It's not a fake thing that we've just made up to sell you self-care things. It will really happen. You can get burnt out. Yeah. And especially if you're not pleased with what you're doing, if you're, if you're not feeling fulfilled in your work. Yeah. You know, I was talking to my brother about it. Uh, my brother's a product owner and, um, you Oof. know, he, he, I know he, he, uh, 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 he basically was like, I, I'm realizing that. <clears throat> so, so my, my brother's very creative. Um, he was, he, he, all, he always took the art schools growing or art classes growing up. He actually took a, a cooking course in high school, um, was a part of apprenticeship at Johnson and Wales. Like, Ooh. like he, like he loves to cook and he loves to create. And he, he's very good at being a product owner because he understands the people side, he understands the marketing and kind of branding. Like he understands all that, but what he's realized, and I think this is what he's dealing with. And Brandon, if you watch this, let me know. You can text me if I'm wrong, but um, I think he's realizing that the industry matters because he's told me a few times. He was like, "Man, I kind of want his dream job is to be a product owner at Toast. You know, the software company in the restaurant industry." Because yeah. Brandon's like. I, I know the industry. I go, yeah, oh, you and I grew up in the industry. If there's yeah. anybody who should be in it, it's you and I because we grew in it for 25 years. And so like Brandon's been talking about that. So, you know, again, you know, I, actually, Ash, I'm so glad you brought that up because I don't think enough people actually talk about finding a job in the industry they're passionate about. Because mm -hmm. I thought I was passionate about the media industry um, until... I worked for a couple media companies and I was like, whoa, you guys want a lot of work for, okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to, I'm glad you said it. Cause <laughs> and so, um, I realized, you know, that wasn't where my heart was. Mm. So, <laughs> but it's so um, true. I mean, it's so true. I, you know, I think where your heart is, I think is such a good statement because I feel like people are like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And they're unhappy and they're unhappy and they're unhappy. And I just feel like, you know, listen, in, in full transparency, I've been, I've been dealing with it too. Um, burnout. Um, maybe sometimes not being the happiest as, 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 as I should be. Have you and, ever thought you have a lot on your plate? 
Yeah, well, that's <laughs> you, you, you and my wife both. Um, so, but, but the thing is, 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 so I deal with the comparison game, right? Mm. And, and, you know, cause, you know, we're in a sales industry. And if you look, there is a scorecard that is released every week with all of our numbers and you see where everybody mm. is and you can essentially know how much everybody makes. Right. And, and, and I know there's a lot of people at Vaco that make a lot more than me and it, and it, and it sucks. It, it sucks. And to be totally transparent on the show, you know, I took, I took a step back, probably two steps back financially over the last two years, not to mention what the economy's, you know, pushing right now. And so mm-hmm. while I post all these things, it looks like I'm busy. Like there's still, there's still a consequence. Like I, I am dealing with some consequences and, and, but, but I, but I will tell you this, while it is stressful right now, I'm probably now the happiest I've been because I'm doing the thing that I love and I have leaders who support me doing the thing I love mm-hmm. and it's not making me the most money, right? I could have stayed heads down and been just a recruiter and probably made way more money than I'm making right now, but it now, wasn't going to be fulfilling to me. I have a question for you. Sure. How did you figure out what was going to make you feel fulfilled? So it's a great question. So um, I was very unhappy um, late, uh, like the summer of last year. Um, and it kind of, it kind of, um, it kind of came to a point. We, we took a, we took a late trip. It was me, my wife, my daughter and her parents. And we went to Chattanooga. It was great. So peaceful. Found a, found a little lake house on the lake and stayed there for three days. And, and I was so in my head, I, I told my wife, I said, Hey, I'm leaving my phone. And I'm taking my journal with me and, and, and Jackie, Jack, my wife knows I'm obsessed with my phone too much. Um, and then also too, I don't journal that much. So she was like, is everything okay? I said, I need to clear my head. I need to clear my head. Like, are you sick? Do yeah, you need to tell me something? Like, you a letter? What's going on? Um, <laughs> put it in a bottle. Don't worry about it. You'll find it later. Um, but basically I wrote down and I talk about this pros and cons list, what I love, what I hate about the job that I have right now. And I went through and I realized there's actually a lot more pros um, to do. There, there's, there's, there's a lot more pros in this job than I realized. And there's, and, and this is what I really wanted. And so I took that list and, I basically use that and 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 kind of position myself within Vaco to to do what 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 I love to do. So okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, how did you figure out with so besides? Oh, we switched. Uh, Why are you interviewing oh, yeah, me? No, Why are you interviewing? I'm I'm about to lead you somewhere. We're going down this path. I love it. I love it. Um, so in your in your so outside of your role, how did you figure out all of the other things that you wanted and needed to do to to continue having that fulfillment? Well, I mean, I, I, I think to answer, hopefully answer, hopefully I'm answering your question, but for me, I, I, I had to do, I had to actually be still. I had to be still and being still for me, very difficult. And when I say be still, here's the deal. Y'all when I say be still. I mean, put the cell phone away, put the laptop away, get away, go walk the dog. Go, go talk to you. I've done a lot of talking to myself. People, my, my next door neighbors think I'm probably fucking crazy. I was like, there's that dude muttering to himself again. But, but what I did is, is, is I really want to be intentional. And like I said, everything I preach is, is I eat my own dog food. Like everything I talk about on social media, I do like that. I talk about the job secret. So I did journaling and, and, and I did a lot of getting away from the noise and that helped Mm -hmm. a ton. So in your journaling, did you find that a lot of the things that were your passions were the things that you had kind of like put off as a side hustle, but those were the things that like really yeah. made you feel fulfilled and happy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's one thing that I hear a lot from people when I talk to them about their careers is that they tell me about all these things, all these skills, and then they'll start talking and they'll say, oh, yeah, but that's just a passion project. It's like, you know, that could be a career, right? So, so good. So good. It's so true. I think in today's world, and listen, I mean, I, you know, I'm a big fan of content and communicating at scale across social media, but like there are people that have created careers off of being passionate about beanie babies. Like it's a thing now, like there, there is enough out there now people want to be in community with others that have similar passions, but people need a leader. People just need a leader. People need a facilitator. And, and if you have a passion, like you said, Ashton, that, that I had like outside of work and you feel like you can't implement that at work. I'm blessed, right? I'm very, very blessed that Vaco allowed me to implement what I love to do at work. But if you don't have that option, it may be scary, but go ahead and start on the side and build and build it up and then leave. Yeah. Or sometimes where you're working may realize they need that and then create a role for you where you're doing just that. So you, yeah. you never know. Absolutely. Um, but the point is do it. Yes. <laughs> I talk about all the time. Go be fearless. Um, all right, Ashton, as we wrap up here, this was so good. We got to do it again. You're, you're, you're phenomenal. I love you. Yeah, to death. May, I'm like, I enjoyed myself. We, we may have to do this again. Yeah. We may have to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of kind of rapid fire here so it was my birthday kind of two weeks ago so i'm still kind of on this cake oh yeah i did see your posts yeah yeah um favorite cake go Ooh. are you a cake person that that's the first i am okay no i am i am some people like don't like cakes and those people are just weird so it's fine no it was just too many cakes that went through my head all at once what was the first one though what was the first one uh red velvet cheesecake oh that's my wife's favorite I love that. I love that. That's a solid that's um, lady right there. Second thing, tech trends, uh, tech, just general things that you're interested in right now that maybe other people should be interested in as well. Um, augmented reality. I think everybody's so focused on AI and VR that people are, I don't see a whole lot of people that are focused on like augmented reality design and experiences. And I think that can be so much cooler and have so much more access to so many different people on socioeconomic levels than VR and AI. So yes, augmented reality. Boom. Love that. Final thing. This show is called guidance counselor 2.0 because we had guidance counselors with middle school, high school, and college. And now as adults, we don't really have them. Um, what would be your biggest piece of career advice? Obviously, uh, we've talked a lot, but what would be your biggest piece of career advice to your younger self? Ooh, um, do it, try it. Don't be afraid and figure it out. Just figure it out. Fake it till you figure it out. You got this. Yep. I love it. Awesome. Well, y'all thanks again for hanging out with say, please go connect with Ashton. Uh, obviously as you can tell, she is an amazing individual. Um, and so, uh, I, I will see y'all, uh, tomorrow. Um, I have my guy, James quick on tomorrow. Um, he also is a render speaker. Um, so excited to have him on the show tomorrow. Um, and then Thursday talking about content unicorn finders, my other podcast where we highlight companies doing really cool shit. You probably haven't heard of. Um, we are bringing on a software engineer that developed a platform to it's basically a user UGC user generated content, basically to match up influencers with companies. I know there's a lot of platforms out there. So I'm really interested to hear about this one and kind of what sets itself apart. So anyways, busy week. Thanks y'all. Ashton, you're wonderful. 
Um, stay on real quick so I can say bye to you. But y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode and I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes and I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at tdeston on all social media handles. And I hope you have a fantastic day.